Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome back to another episode of Wrestling Around. Where this week, you've got the dulcet tones of uh, myself rather than Ross which is a bit of a change, as usual. But because um, Lou has been unable to get his agenda sorted and for us to do the Christmas special, change of plans. So this week, returning to Room 102, which we haven't done in a while. Is it like uh, so room, jo- room 120 or something, wasn't it? I was going to call yeah, it us, uh, Bar Humbug Christmas special on this. Yeah. yeah. And also, yeah, I've, lost count, I've lost count of the episodes. So. Room Bar Humbug. So I'm obviously joined this week by uh, the other president, well around, Lou Markham. Lou Markham, how are we doing? Thank you very much, Aaron, for a good intro on the main show, which I don't get. <laughs> from, uh, from Ross, who just says Lou, Lou Yoria, but no, it's very good. Very, I'm, I'm a bit ill, but um, I feel like I've recovered since uh, Monday's new show, which the both are going on Wednesday, probably. About an hour ago. I think I've recovered. Doing, doing all right. I'm a homeowner again, so Ross has kind of lost all his, his jokes now, all his humour. He's <laughs> gone. He had a good month. Had a good Where month. Where are you sleeping tonight? I'm staying over. I'm visiting parents. It's not my official address anymore. So I'm, uh, I'm visit, <laughs> visiting my parents for Christmas. You know, like a like a good son. Should try it one day. Um, also, you, just yeah. just while well, we're on it, you said um, I've got better since Monday this year. We're calling it on a Tuesday. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> so, Wednesday's the new show. <laughs> you, know, you, know, get it right. you know, you know, it is. Yeah. So, as you can guess, uh, Ross is here, obviously not presenting this week because he wants to get some controversial opinions across in room 120 <laughs> or bar humbug, as we're calling it. I am. How are you, Ross? I'm all right, thank you. These are my favorite shows because I, I don't get, I don't have to host and I can air my opinion. Um, my correct opinions on wrestling. Was this not That's just the, the new show? Yes. <laughs> What's the difference between this? I was um, I, I was quite reserved on the new show, I thought, but it's no old's bad now. Let's, yeah, you know, let's okay. proper bar and bugger. Yeah, let's bar and bugger, yeah. Mm. I've picked my choices. I've had to shoe on a few of them in, but, you know, we've got that. <laughs> 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 So, 
for those listeners who are tuning in for Terry Peters, you may as well just log off now because he's been sacked. Um, won't be returning. Um, however, we do have uh, another co-host tonight. Um, Lou, who have you got with you tonight? Well, who do I have? Ho, 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 Santa Claus, yeah. Sounds uh, suspectively <laughs> like uh, Bob Rude. Bring some Christmas cheer for all to hear. Is it going to be a glorious Christmas? Ho, ho, glorious Christmas indeed <laughs> with me, Santa Claus. So now you're a homeowner again, Lou. We will see the return of Bob Rude, which Bob I am Rude, very excited for. Uh, first week of January. Bob Rude is back. Bob Rude is, is back, hopefully, unless he's Willard. Should we have some Bob Rude vignettes? <laughs> well, we could have support. Yeah, we should. We should. Yeah. We, we, can't build up. we can't rely on a surprise pop, can we? <laughs> but, you had you release on our social media channels. Bob Rude moving yeah. into the new house. <laughs> Bob Rude. Simple. <laughs> Oh, it's a Bob Rude. I don't want to dox myself for us today, but we'll um, see what we can do. If we get a shot of Bob Rude in the van, I'll, I'll do it. I don't really know where to store him now, because my storage cupboard in my new house isn't as big as my old one. Don't you just I'm need to have him out on display in the office? So. I'm, I'm led to believe you've got more bedrooms now. I've got three rooms now. So, <laughs> so one, by so. Bob getting his own room. Well, I'm, I'm thinking of doing that. I'm thinking of um, creating a, a home podcast studio. <laughs> A very Bob Rubel slash guest room. <laughs> so <laughs> Bob Rubel will be in there, but if you, you know, you stay over, you could be uh, sleeping with Bob Rude. So let's think about. Just don't let uh, Terry Peters sleep in that room. Yeah. Yeah. If I find, yeah. A, hole, if I find a hole in him, <laughs> <human. laughs> oh. <laughs> So for those listeners who haven't tuned into one of these shows before, the way it works, I have come up with certain cat- categories. Um, for us to discuss. Works very much like uh, the TV show on B- BBC Two, where they come up with answers. I say which one deserves to go to hell or go in room one or two. Usually, there's uh, three people. Tonight, so we only have two. So I may throw some curveballs in at some point. <laughs> might really pipe a, up. A, a might pipe up. Just, just keep it interesting. I haven't, I haven't, I've sent out the categories like about three hours ago. I even, I hadn't even thought about them for myself. So I might just, as you two discuss it, just come up with something. Ooh. Um, so I we'll see how it goes. Need to, because I, I think I'm going to clean sweet Lou. So, wow. Oh, that bold. A... <laughs> bold thoughts. That is bold indeed from old uh, Adam Wilborn over there. Uh, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> hey. <laughs> <laughs> Respect to journalist Adam Wilborn. Love you, though. Yeah. Love this bit. So, yeah, we'll see. It. We'll see how this goes, are we? So let's just get straight into it. Let's get just get right into it. I'm going to start off with the first category, which is not in the order that I sent it to you. So, <laughs> first category, first category up is wrestling game. So we're going to discuss what is the worst wrestling game in history. Probably not come to agreement, but then I'll just, I'll just, I'll just make make my decision and throw it right down into room one twenty. So. Uh, who wants to go first? I think Lou should. Right, I'll I'll, I'll go first. Yeah, uh, go on, yeah. Good. It's the obvious one from a couple of years ago, but I decided that was uh, that was too obvious. So I'm going a different way about it. Right, uh, legends of WrestleMania. Right, we all thought it'd be well good. We all thought all these old wrestlers and it'll be the same as SmackDown. 
They changed all the bones for no reason. So it was like some stupid beam up with slightly better graphics. And then there was like, oh, you can import the roster from WWE SmackDown versus Raw like 2008 or whenever it came out. And all the, all the new wrestlers from there were like, great, because they didn't render the graphics properly. So you had like Hulk Hogan, who was like proper beefed up juice to the gills in the game. <laughs> Just really supposed to change his name. <laughs> um, respect to journalists, Adam Wilbur. But yeah, so they had, um, you know, all these old wrestlers, like larger than life ones. It's like some sort of like grey John Cena or, or Triple H. Um, the the entrances were the wrong way around. That was infuriating. Uh, and overall, it was just a big disappointment. What, what do you mean the wrong way around? It was. It showed you the the entrances from like from the front, like. But you know, the ring was always showing the entrance where, and they didn't have the proper entrances. They just kind of like Carol moved in. They had all the WrestleMania um, arenas, but no, actually, no, I don't think they did. Which is another infuriating thing. We had to wait till two K fourteen for that. So yeah, I'm going Legends WrestleMania because I was very disappointed. But the good news is. I only rented it from Blockbuster, which I'm sure my edge. I didn't, I didn't buy it outright. So give me that. But but yeah, great old grey wrestlers, no new grey wrestlers. Um, stupid buttons, bad entrances. Yeah, I do remember the entrances on that game, and they were absolutely awful. Mm-hmm. So I yeah, agree with the, you there. That's the best bit of wrestling games. Yeah, hundred percent. The gameplay, all the entrances. Yeah, but I, I mean, I also rented that game. Also showing my age. Um, I never imported all the wrestlers, so I never experienced that. Oh, it was so disappointing. It was like showing like a little cardboard cutouts, but in black and not in black and white, but you know, really washed out compared to mm. the actual wrestlers on the game. It was it was really odd. I can see why that'd be annoying. Yeah. Ross, you're rough. Interesting. Um, that it's, Legends of WrestleMania did cross my mind. <laughs> Um, and I was thinking of power wrestling games. I'm going in, in an even more different uh, direction. Um, I'm going with uh, the the mobile game, WWE Supercard. Oh, I don't, I don't oh. understand what it is. It's like some sort of cat. It's some sort of way to just rinse money out of children by, <laughs> by buying cards that don't mean now. It's like a trading online trading. Who wants an online trading card game? Um, and then the worst thing for me was. You watch the advert for it, and it's like, oh, get, I don't know, Becky Lynch this time, but the background's great. And then it shows Jim, like, the cards doing suplexes. Shot, come on, right? Mobile <laughs> phones have come on up to date with graphics. You can pretty much play anything. I've played every Grand Theft Auto on my phone. Have the wrestlers do If you're going to do that, have the wrestlers do the movers at least. And the worst thing about this was, Terry Peters once tried to explain it to me, and he was right into it. Well, I got one, it- right into it at one point. What, what 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 do you do on it though? But you just build your cards up and your cards. Upgrade your cards. I, don't, I never never bought anything on it. So I don't, I don't pay for mobile games. So I don't see mobile games. Um, it, nothing that costs me money. But I I mean I collected like football cards when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I, I understand that. And the, one of the best parts was you had the big book annual. You used to go through them. You actually had the physical swapping with your mates, and you used to go around and show your mates your cards. You can't do that on a phone. But, Russ, uh, this wastes less trees, so why do you hate the planet? Well, what's the planet done for me lately? <laughs> do you know what I mean? Greta, uh, Greta Thunberg, fuck off. Oh, God. <laughs> Go back to picking up the letter, you know, uh, you little bitch. <laughs> it's <God's> <laughs> Right. 
say. Honestly, I'm kidding. We should all recycle. Some it spends one time as, as a panelist, and it turns into GB News. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, I just what think this? I think the world's obsessed with putting things online, and this a, a trading card you can't put a trading card game online. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I think you can, and uh, they have. I mean, it's just so stupid. It's yeah. it's just a, it's just a way of hoping that some seven year old is going to spend the like you know you see it in the paper all the time, don't you? My kid spent two grand on buddy what vouchers or whatever for these Fortnite da- daft training cards. Yeah, but you is it not like uh, FIFA Ultimate Team Ross? No, because you actually play. You play with these the card suplex which you've heard that was well established. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I d- no, you don't actually. I, d- I mean, I don't play it. So I don't actually know what you do, but on FIFA Ultimate Team, yeah. you actually play football. You actually play FIFA. It's just a different version of FIFA. It, 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 I would maybe understand if you bought these cards on 2K. And you actually then you had a, you built a roster or a tag team or whatever the hell you do, and then you no, actually they, played with them. They do have that now, actually, don't they? That my faction. That's the same thing, right? Well, mm-hmm. it's not though, is it? Because this, this is online. This is on this is on the app store. Yeah, my faction's also online. Just on the Xbox or PlayStation. Yeah, that's what I mean. So that makes sense because you play with it. So what's the point in having a trading card game online? So you can trade cards online. Get rid of this then. It's like e cards in it. That's the future. <laughs> It's not the future. Do you remember like, that, that was a that, that was a future twenty five years ago? Like nobody ever sent them because it's stupid. I got an e card from after <laughs> last week. Who from? My colleagues. Name and shame them. <laughs> from all, all my colleagues, like it's it's you know, you never had a group greeting dot com. Now everyone's working remotely. Not had a group greeting dot com. Making remotely, I've I forgot that you couldn't send the card because you're working remotely. That's the whole point of the post. <laughs> yeah, but you got to say, you know what's going. You can't that's the, post, that's the, the point of the post, man. You, you can't post the card around to everyone's house and then it gets sent it to the. You know, it's just easier, isn't it? To uh, everyone sign online, it's good. No, mm. not having that. I, do, I think yeah. it's. A, I think it's a ridiculous game. Yeah. It's and, and it's the problem. It's full of microtransactions, probably. And yeah, it's, it's so it's every other mobile game. And and the release, oh, get this new one, and it's the same thing. It's just rubbish. Ross, do you not remember when we went to WrestleMania and we got a physical Charlotte supercard that we could, and there was a card on the back that you could put into the game? So that's good. That is good. After physical cards, then. So there's, a, so there's even less point of the online game because they're only held the physical cards. Yeah, well, the physical card is so you could put it on digital. So good stuff. Ross is wrong. Um, Correct. Because. Yeah. Because he's going to wipe the floor as well. I've, ju- I've, I've just, I've just, just, just looked on the uh, Apple Store. Right, thirty-one thousand people have uh, done a review on a supercard, um, five stars. Hmm. So, <laughs> just... thirty-one, thirty-one thousand people, Ross, are uh, saying that you're wrong. So he's getting his star ratings wrong, is he? That's interesting. <laughs> just, yeah. I mean. Legends of Wrestle Legends of WrestleMania on the other hand. I'm gonna use uh Metacritic as the uh the source. Rated it a seventy out of hundred. Did they? That's surpri- that surprises me. Which is high higher than that's, what I thought. That's very high for yeah. Um 
Giant Bomb give it three stars out of five. GameSpy gave it two and a half. The, the official PlayStation magazine give it three and a half, which I, I still think Ooh, is too high. I, yeah, I, I was disappointed by it. I nearly went the ECW games. Because it was just attitude, but with less features. Yeah, or, I mean, WCW games are pretty bad. Apart yeah. from, um, I'm trying to think of the one with Goldberg on the front, whatever that one is. Uh, Mayhem. 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 Mayhem was all right. Everyone's getting really nostalgic for Welltar at the moment. I've seen, I don't know why. Maybe it's like 20 years since it came out. I've just been 25. Thunder was the worst WCW yeah. game. Never played um, that one. I'm surprised neither of you chose uh, WWE 2K20. It felt too obvious. <laughs> I was going to go for it. I never really played it. Yeah. So I, I don't really play the 2K games. It was um, it was the worst of all time, for sure. Yeah. But yeah, it felt, it felt too obvious, that one. Well, the winner of this round, and going into room 120, is Lou, Legends of WrestleMania. Yes. Honorable, honorable mention for WWE 2K20. Yeah. It was just fucking awful. Agreed. Uh, so Ooh. Ross... Is- Ross has already uh, worn no down. Yeah, he's going to wipe Strongly disagree. So second second category up, uh, we are going to go with tag team. So Ross, you can go first in this round. I think, I think the worst tag team of all time is Sasha Banks and Billy. <laughs> so. I, knew, I knew this was coming. From the new show where you, you <laughs> kind of... Went on to Sasha Banks. And he was like, "No, I can wait for the main show." Um, I knew they was... they had a decent feud in, in NXT, good feud in NXT. We all enjoyed that. They came up to the main roster. They was best friends uh, because that's every women's story of all time. Uh, they then had they then feuded slightly without actually feuding, um, and then they kicked off about summit. And then they got there was in the elimination chamber for the tag team titles. <laughs> And the worst part of this was they'd won it and Sasha Banks waited for 25 minutes probably pretending to cry to get a you deserve it chant. You didn't deserve it. I'm glad she's gone, personally. (laughs) Bailey, I I quite enjoy, but that Sasha Banks just dragged her down. I nearly said Sasha Banks and Naomi because who the fuck do they think they are? (laughs) (laughs) So unemployed people by all accounts. Yeah, exactly. Naomi, I do not care one little tiny bit about Sasha Banks and Bailey was worse because Sasha brought Bailey down. So Shit. they're just the worst tag team of all time. Yeah, the, can anybody remember one of their tag team title matches? No. Yeah, the Elimination Chamber. Yeah. <laughs> the elimination chamber. It, it was pretty emotional when it came out of Rod next day, wasn't it? I think. And, uh... Oh, it's frozen. Oh, is, is that angry? Is that angry? Look at that! He's, he's frozen. Just... It's frozen. Right, it's been yeah. I've frozen. My connection's unstable because I'm getting angry. I was saying she's supposed to be the boss. Oh, look at this badass boss! She cries at everything. Get a grip. <laughs> <laughs> what she watch? Whoever was asking her the the question, probably Kayla Braxton or someone like that, asked her a question three times, and she just like looked around, and the crowd were like, "Go on, then answer it." Oh, oh, what you want? Oh, pretend to cry. Oh, yeah, you deserve it. Deserve what? You don't deserve anything. You deserve to be boring champions. That's why I do. No, you deserve to be unemployed because you're unprofessional. <laughs> so, that, so that is the worst tag team of all time. Is them to do anything at all? Aaron's, Aaron's left us. Yeah, good. 
the worst tag team of all time is because the singles wrestler actively made a good wrestler worse. That's why they're the worst tag team of all time. But what about the, the stuff in the pandemic? That it was pretty good together, wasn't it? No, no. Bailey was all right. <laughs> Like you start like uh Where's part of Sasha Banks was yeah. when she, she came back, right, after being over a bit, whipped a pink wig off and it was blue, like it was all supposed to kill <laughs> <laughs> like it was some sort of like like bloody Spider Man was being unmasked or something. Yeah. Yeah, she changed from the heel to babyface, didn't she? There's an actual change on it. Yeah. That's how you do it. Mm. That, ridiculous. You know, imagine if uh, you went out and got some blonde highlights. You'd look a bit different, wouldn't you? You'd have a bit of an attitude change. You'd maybe feel a bit more confident. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, yeah, right. I maybe I won't then put a wig on that's the same as my haircut now. <laughs> Stand up in front of a lot of people and whip it off and pretend it's a big bloody deal. Yeah, because you're not on TV, are you? So you wouldn't need to do that. Well, neither is, neither is she. You, you'd look all right with like that. She isn't on TV, is she? Because she can't do a job right. Well, the same pay as Becky Lynch. Give me a break. Do something first in the business. Do you mean about WrestleMania? Mm, she was in it. She's not in the Come on, she's not in the same level. Don't give me that. She made it better. Don't give me that. She made it better at WrestleMania, like this year. Mm. This year? Mm, yeah. It's all about, about Ben Kibler, though. Yeah, but it's got to take two to tango us. Mm. You couldn't have, like, you couldn't King have Kong Bu- King Kong Bundy's been in the middle of it at WrestleMania. So, he's in the Hall of Fame. Now he's in the Hall of Fame. Who was who was that? Was it, I don't know, like guy, Lawrence Taylor or something? American yeah, footballer? Again, in also in the Hall of Fame. So, <laughs> so. Tyree Wilson's in the Hall of Fame. I thought you yeah. won't be going there, though. Mercedes Bernardo, which one to call herself now? I think she will, eventually. Mm. She won the Fars win. Legend. Mm. Mm. Billy, Gunn was, Billy Gunn was part of the X. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'd have saved this for his, uh, his wildcat. Unless he's going to do that again, he's, going to, he's, going to, he's just going to put a statue in twice, I mean. Yeah, probably. He's too predictable. Yeah. Um, no, no, because, no, because it, they're, they're a poor tag team. Mm. Yeah, but you know, that I don't I don't think I was any fault of, of those. I think it was more fault of WWE booking and trying to book in a, a women's tag team with no tag team division built up within the women's division. Mm. So I know it's not poor, poor decisions from creative yeah, rather than Vince's fault rather than, yeah, rather than hair all, all bad tag teams are, are bad creatively I'm sure whoever Lou puts in it's from majority of it's from poor creative decisions um, Billy, Billy and Chuck great tag team mm. poor creative decision exactly that's what I mean so this yeah. I, I, just, I just think I think it didn't work they had no right to be the first women tag team winners championship, and they'd already tried to split them up first, and then just oh, we'll forget about that. Who would yeah. you have had as your first tag, women's tag team champions? Um, I don't. I would have had. I would have tried to make an actual tag team, the Riot Squad or something like that. The Riot Squad. Like, oh, Fire and Desire. The way there was an actual tag team, and they've been a tag team for more than five minutes. The Riot Squad. Yes. Fine, I would say I'm, I, I was thinking of yeah, Fire and random, random New Yorker, Liv Morgan, <laughs> Punk Person, Ruby Sarah, and for some reason, fucking Country Bacon, Sarah Logan. And what part, what part of that is bad to you? They were, they, they were a better tag team. <laughs> no, I know. Probably Fire and Desire, I would, I would have made what, 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 what met them. They're the same. They're two singles wrestlers put together. They just they came up with a name that rhymes. No, so, so who, was, two, who was there Fire? Was who sing- was Desire? I'm assuming Mandy Rose was Desire, and um, what, what then? 
Sonia Deville. Sonia Deville's pretty feisty, so she would have been the fiery one. You don't remember her name. <laughs> no, but what I'm saying is, there was at least a tag team. No, I don't think there were. There were just two singles wrestlers. No, 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 no but there was at the start. Confusingly, Before that just match, like, been... oh yeah, the, the best friends outside of, outside of where, by the way. Before so. that match, though, they'd been a tag team for ages. So I would have mm. given it to him, probably. And then it yeah. would have made their story even better after the split up over the tag yeah. team titles. Yeah, it would have. No, you, yeah, you you're gotta, not forgetting how good that angle was. You need to give more um you need to give more credibility to your first champions there. So it had to be Sasha mm. and Bailey. No. Could have been right. Give, give it to somebody who's big better than Sasha. They were the only um, bona fide main event stars. Yeah, you've got to make it seem like a big deal, aren't you? I suppose. Mm-hmm. Agreed. So Lou, who's your pick? Um, so I was going to pick the Young Bucks just to be controversial, but I kind of want to win now. So I'm going with uh, the Big Show and the Miz because <laughs> <laughs> it was just shit on it. It was like they had Jerry Show, right? And Jerry Show, like it was, it was entertaining, but it was still it was a poor replacement for Rated Edge. Oh no, what was it? What were they called? Jerry Jerry Y Two Edge. Um, but anyway, so we ended up with Jerry Shaw, and then somehow they made it worse by putting the Miz in there, like the Miz and the Big Shaw. They've both been in sort of more entertaining tag teams. The Big Shaw has Kent. Uh, yeah. That's it. Maybe Undertaker. That was alright, wasn't it? Uh, the Miz probably us as well, right? Our truth. There we go. Um, I just, I just, it was, it was, you know, two random singles wrestlers. But together, and I think they ended up on WrestleMania together. WrestleMania, yeah, I think it, was just, it was very, very poor. It was just Jerry's show was all right because you had Jericho and they put them both on, they put them on both shows, didn't they? He's only had the undisputed championships. Put them on both shows. You did that to get Jericho on both shows. It's Jericho, Aaron Dunn, I mentioned the greatest of all time. And then <laughs> you, you place him disgust- with You're disgusting. Then you place him with the Miz. with the I think this was just a really tough time for the big show where they really didn't know what to do with him. Yeah. And they just, so they just started putting him in like really weird, just like last minute tag teams. Yeah. Just didn't really, didn't ever go anywhere. No, it didn't go anywhere. And it was just, you, you took out, say, the most entertaining part of it. And just, the message, all it did really was it didn't do anything for the big show because it made him, it just pushed him down the card. And all it did for the Miz was show that he's just not as good as Jericho. So it just it felt mm. like a a substandard version of what was already there. It was almost like fake diesel, but not quite that bad. Damn, mm. I should have gone with fake diesel and razor, that'd have been a great tag team. All time. But yeah, no. Uh Big Show on the Miz is my my tag team. Also, okay. Big Show used to wear a beanie around that time all the time. He did. I thought that was weird. Yeah. Why well, used that wearing right, I don't think he did. He started shaving his head and he probably got a bit cold. Yeah. That's the way of being. Yeah, it's his big hard lad, and that's he gets cold out. <laughs> Get out, <laughs> Get out of here. Here. He's got a lot of mass to eat up, hasn't he? <laughs> Get out of here. Well, I said, you'd think he'd be warmer. King Kong Bundy, all the yeah. noted uh, Hall of Famer and WrestleMania made of Venner, King Kong Bundy. He didn't even have any eyebrows. <laughs> he didn't certainly didn't have to wear a hat. <laughs> Maybe he was so. just no, no air whatsoever. Yeah. Just enough. That enough. was it. Enough meat on the bones to keep himself warm. Yeah, maybe they should have got rid of uh, Big Show's eyebrows. Maybe that would have made Big Show is better. I didn't exactly the same as King Kong Bundy. Did he have that. a beard? Did he have a beard at that time? Big I feel Show. like he did have a beard at that time. He came back like one time randomly. He had no beard at all. He looked, he looked like King Kong Bundy. Actually, really weird, didn't he? 
Um, but yeah. So yeah, just a weird time. And also it was in that weird creative malaise. Was it was like 2012, 2013 where WWE was just shit. Yeah. So both, both credible um, tag teams that could go into room one or two, I think. Um, both, in a sense, kind of shoved together to kind of say, oh, let's just see what happens with this and let's go with the floor. Um, Sasha and Bailey, two top female stars, come together, make the, make the tag team championship feel like it's a, a big championship. Mm, strongly disagree. Strongly disagree. <laughs> did uh, Big Show and Miz ever win a title together? I believe they did hold the uh, undisputed WWE championships. Did they? Yeah, which is, this, which is why I put them in because then we we had the Miz on on both Raw and SmackDown, which is unnecessary at the time. Yeah, you don't need them on both shows. Mm-hmm. One show's enough. Yeah, agreed. Um, did they make the title like seem like it's a, a big title when they had it? Lou? I feel I feel like they brought it down. If anything, mm. you know, they combined them. They had the two straps, didn't they? Because Big Show used to have them strapped together and over his neck. But yeah, I feel like they were just the props. I don't, I don't remember any memorable defenses of them. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's no denying that the the women's championship was elevated when um, Sasha Banks and Bailey won won the titles. That's true. Greatest of all time. Yeah, <laughs> Bailey's up there. I agree. Yeah. So as a result, um, winner once again, Lou. Yes. This is a big show going into room 102. Worst tag team of all time. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas for us. <laughs> Ross's plan. Ross's plan's not, not working right now. It's yeah. a joke. I'm going to have to rethink my answers now. <laughs> Instead of putting what actually annoys me in. <laughs> no, play the game, Pop Cross. Sorry, the judge can be bought. Yeah. <laughs> Always. <laughs> Well, my internet is uh, my, well, obviously still using the uh, hotspot on my phone. It's, my phone's dying. I'm just going to no. see <laughs> if it'll switch over to my... This is a risk. Yeah. He's back. He's there. Oh, I'm done. I'm there. I'm there. He's in. Right, switched over. So let's, let me just turn, turn my hotspot off. Can you hear me? All good. Yeah, you're all, all good. good. All good. Right, let me just turn my hotspot off. There we go. Right, so... Next category, we're going to go with worst commentary team slash commenter of all time. Lose at first. Right, okay. So I'm going to go with, um, so we can just have worst commentator, right? Yeah, or you can go with commentary team, whatever you, you decide. Well, I'm going to go with, it's, it's a bit of both, but it's more worst, um, worst commentator and it leads into to worst commentary team. But I'm going with uh, Matt Stryker, uh, specifically. No, not, not who I thought he was going to say. <laughs> specifically. <laughs> well, yeah. you're Larry. You're Larry. <laughs> no, because no, I no, no, not even that. I was just thinking of how you end your first two points. <laughs> yeah. But, um, no, I'm doing it properly. That's doing it properly. No, I'm going with, uh, with Matt, with Matt Stryker because he really, really ruined specifically WrestleMania 26. Um, for a very specific reason. He just he was there. I think that was the main reason. But if you so you think about it, right? Undertaker, Shawn Michaels, one of the greatest matches of all time. Mm. One of. We're not saying the greatest match of all time. Why wouldn't why we not? Matt Stryker on uh on commentary. Basically. 
I'm going to go on Corey Graves. That would have been easy. That's what you're going to do. I know. No, uh, I'm not going to. No, I'm not. <laughs> but yeah, no, I just, I just, I don't know what it was about him, right? I think it was, um, so it was Cole King and, and, and Matt Stryker. And they just got rid of Taz. I think Taz had just left. Stryker was on there all the time. And I felt like he needed to feel like he made a, a big impression at WrestleMania 26. Thus mm. making it much, much worse. Um, it was, it was, it was through that whole CM Punk run on SmackDown. It was weird. It got really weird about stuff. Um, and I, it was a bit like, you know, when I get annoyed with Mike today, when we're doing WCW because it's how we get it, you know, wrestling. You know, just, you know, just stop throwing facts at us. Same reason mm. people get annoyed now at the uh, Sam Mathis on the, on the ITV. Um, just stop throwing facts and start just like commenting on the action. But yeah, I, I, apparently he was good in uh, Lucha Underground as Old Master Striker. Because yeah, uh, he was, he was um, play by play. Yeah, but I just, I think as a color commentator, you don't need to. I feel like you should have an ex wrestler if you're going to have Michael Cole. Well, I remember, yeah, maybe you don't need an ex wrestler because you got like Pat McAfee as well with Michael Cole. Mm. But you don't need two Michael Coles. Nobody needs two Michael Coles, mm. even though Michael Cole's good now. You don't need a second one. I, I didn't really get what Matt Striker was. Like, he could have been a heel wrestler because he was a wrestler, right? He was on yeah. the, the, the DLT gimmick, but he didn't really mm. go for that angle. He just went for like a enthusiastic, obnoxious guy and. Yeah, you just made some really weird calls from WrestleMania 26, which I can't remember any of them off the top of my head. But I do remember specifically remember at the time that this guy is uh, is ruining it. So, Matt Striker in WWE for me. Okay. Ross, you're up. So, I've, I've gone back and forth with this one. Um, so, my initial answer was going to be um, Vic Joseph, because I think he's cartoon. It was not going to be him. Uh, my second answer was then going to be Renee Young when she came onto Raw and didn't really say anything. And I thought, oh, actually, people are on Raw, but don't actually say anything. My last one is going to be Byron Saxton. Um, that's what I'm putting in. Because... Who is Saxton? Yes, because one, is, one is sounds like he's the pre-recorded um, like video games. <laughs> that's just how he sounds. Has he ever added anything to any of the matches? Yeah, turn up in a onesie that time for Halloween. I've said, like, a onesie. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, right? Exactly. It just doesn't. I don't like three man booths. Anyhow, I don't mm-hmm. think three commentators works. Um, apart from if you've got the dream and uh, Bobby Heenan, the dream yeah. is brain. It's the only way it works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we don't have that. We've got Corey Graves, who I think would be a lot less annoyed if Byron Saxton wasn't there. Because he's Uh-oh. concentrating on having to go at Saxton that much, and Saxton just that like, feels like a Corey Graves problem. No, it's not a Saxton problem. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm, what I'm saying, yeah, no. But Byron Saxton doesn't add anything. He takes away, but he doesn't add anything. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing Byron Saxton never said. So there'll be like a match going on or something, and something stupid will happen. I don't know. Somebody will like have something I don't know, like a strawberry or something, and. That, that Michael Cole and Graves were kind of imagine Barry Saxon with the randomly show strawberries. <laughs> that, that's it. Not add anything to it. He didn't, have any, he, didn't, he didn't do anything as a wrestler. I don't know why he's on there. He's not even good on the pre-show. I just what what does he add? Is a Saxton? good is a good host of uh, live events. Mm. Well, let him do that mm. then. But don't have him on the commentary team because he doesn't actually have anything. He doesn't say anything worthwhile. But what about so how much what's he, the point? What about how much he loves the new day? It's like, all oh, right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He, he loves the new day, but you can't remember anything he said about them because he just stands there clapping like a fucking dolphin. 
He just doesn't add anything, and he's there. He's more, just, he takes away from the other commentators. Yeah, because it's they not have... on. Com- it's not on. Is he? backstage interview now? Well, good. Yeah. Where he should be. So when he was there, yeah. he took away from the commentators because they just have to like, sort of stop and look at him and go, "What?" <laughs> yeah. You know I mean? What's he just bullied by Graves though? Because Graves mm. is a bit of a dick. I need shit yeah, on commentary. Sure. I'm surprised he really said Graves. Graves is a bit of a is a bit of a dick. Yeah, however. Graves, you know, bullied uh, Booker T, and that forced Booker T to come up with some of his best lines. When Booker T said to Curry Graves, meet me in the street and see what happens. Has Byron Sachs never said that? Yeah. yeah. Well, the Bookman is one of the greatest common commentators <laughs> of all time. Um, so, it is possible to work with Curry Graves, and the Bookman made Curry Graves better. Well, book, bookman makes everyone better. Yeah, but Byron Saxon can't do it. And he just seems to be an, an, an unneeded extra. Okay. On the commentary team. I don't think he did well. You know when Jimmy Swift was on, I don't think he did well uh, guiding him through. No. 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 <laughs> no. no credit. Jim, Jim Smith would have been. Probably still would have been bad if there was nobody. <laughs> Byron Saxon didn't need to be there. It doesn't make anything better. He actively makes things worse. Well, why when he got kicked in the dick by his uncle? He could have been there, and he could be, might, be, might as well be the announcer or something. Yeah. You know what what I mean? Yeah, MC Arena and just Stone Cold kicks him in the dick. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I, I agree with you both on the, the kind of the premise that you're saying three men are too many. Because you watch AEW and they've got four, and it's just like, what the mm. fuck is going on here? Mm. You've got people talking over each other. Um, there's too many play-by-play, too many color commentators. We only need one of each. Like, this is why the greatest commentary teams of all time, so you've got King JR, Heenan and uh, Dusty, Gorilla and The Brain. You know, all two-man teams, aren't they? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I, granted to both of you that three men, it, it, it's not needed. And I'm so glad that the, the product nowadays has gone back to, or well, WE products anyway, has gone back to two-man booths. Mm. You get the one of each. You, you know, there's. I feel now there's not as much of a gap in the commentary. Or you ain't got the, the bickering like you had with like Graves and, and Saxton. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's not as distracting as it used to be, is it? No, think, you, you listen to two people. You know, um, it's more of a conversation that two people are having. Um, WrestleMania 26 was ruined. Um, it was. What is like you say, Lou? One of the one of the greatest WrestleMania matches of all time. Probably not the greatest because that's probably Shawn Michaels and Ric Flair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a tough one because I'm yeah, not one, a fan. One of- night was ruined. Or eight years. <laughs> is, is that how long Saxton was actually on commentary? Probably. <laughs> yeah, it was a while. Wasn't it? Yeah. Just, just make it up now. I'm going to throw a curveball in. I think. I'm going to say Michael Cole pre 2022. Heel Michael Cole. Oh, even after he was a heel. Yeah, just everything prior to this year. 
of prior to the Pat McAfee kind of era. For me, just annoying. And yeah, Pat pre, McAfee... Um, Pre-Vince leaving, really, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, I think, yeah, he kind of came out with Shell once Vince left, and then mm-hmm. obviously Vince was in his ear all the time. Was not a fan. But now, I'm a big Michael Cole fan. Michael Cole's outstanding in the inaugural UK tournament. Mm. Yeah, when Vince wanted to Vince wanted Yeah, but he was great, wasn't he? When Sam, was that? Like, 2015 you know Is there a great performance for us? Was there Beast in the East? Like, I think we can all agree. And his, uh, yeah, he was trending on Twitter, and his partner was trending as well. Byron Saxon. So, all-time great performance. <laughs> I am. I have. I've now made my decision. After <laughs> made my decision, um, one night was ruined. A couple of years were ruined. So Baron Saxon is going in. Ah, uh, Justice. So Ross, Ross takes a point, losing yes. lead two to one, and then we move on to our next category, which is wrestling storyline, and then in brackets, the absolute worst. So I probably didn't give you enough time to think about this one because it's about story lands since the, the dawn of time. Uh, Ross Shaw at first. Let's see what you got to say. I've got I mean, I was, I was going through a few. Um, I was going to put Ty Dillinger in, um, but whatever he's called now, Sean Spears. But that's more of a gimmick because I don't like the chairman. I think it's the stupidest gimmick of all time. Um and I, I, I was thinking of a few others. I was going to put Michael Cole's heel running. Um, I will defend that, that to the death us. But that, but that gave that gave King a, a, a WrestleMania match. So my, I think the worst. And then, but then these, these other ones, didn't they? Like the hand being born, stuff like that. Which have actually, whoa, become, whoa, 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 whoa. Know, they've become legendary since. Um, yeah. Thank you. So the, I think the actual worst storyline of all time is is quite old. It's Jim Cornette's NWA invasion. We've watched yeah. some. Of, we've watched some of them. It mm. gave us the new, the new Midnight Express or whatever with Bob Holly yep. and, and Bad Gun or whatever. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it talk about nobody actually caring at all. Is anybody going to go watch back and think? I, I don't like invasion angles anyhow. You can't win an invasion. It's quite surprising, really. Isn't it? I mean, obviously Jim Cornette did his invasion, and it seems that when Vince did his invasion, he learned nothing from it. Yeah, so yeah, they so they brought they brought in Jim Connor as as the he was I don't know but he had the NWA champions didn't he? But he brought brought them in in the mid card or lower than the mid card. Mm. So nobody cared anyhow. Was, so uh, was, was down seven part of that? I don't. Know. He, so was he was the NWA an, champion. Wasn't he was NWA champion on TV, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he must have been. But then, did you did you care? No, no. Does it did it did it add anything to anyone them being the NWA champions? No, it probably took away from them. Everybody who they tried to put in the new the new teams uh had to then rechange gimmicks again to get close to getting over. So I I just and I don't I think Jim Connett's one of the most annoying people of all time. I think his character oh, was now. I think it was supposed to be annoying money back in the day, but I, th- I don't. I, I don't like that style of wrestling. I think Jim Cornette's far too cartoonish with the tennis racket and stuff. Mm. It might wet back in the day, but not in the Attitude Era when it when it was, or just be prior to the Attitude Era. Mm. I think we've watched matches. You've got Buddy Stone Cold 
at the top of the card or the Undertaker or something like that, and you've got Jim Cornette prancing about with looking the future Bob Holly. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I just uh, I don't think it added anything. Uh, I think it was terrible. Um, it was like, 15 years too late, probably. <laughs> mm. NWA spiritually had moved on into WCW anyhow. You didn't, it's not like you were bringing over the best one. He's bringing them Ricky Morton, who was too old to wrestle then of a man now. It's still going now. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> and he's still ridiculous. I, just, I, 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 I was trying to think, like, genuinely the worst. It's not even, it's not even good in a bad way. It's just all round. Ugh. It's the, only way, it's the only way to describe. So I'm putting in um, the NWA invasion with Jim Connett. Okay. Lou, let's go. That's close to one Rosswood was, was, was getting to. So it's not Michael Cole's heel run, but it's it's kind of connected to it. It's the anonymous Raw general manager. Right. The main reason being he went on for like six months. <laughs> and then he just, just like that. Uh, Never mind, we've got a new manager now. So don't even any... was it not Hornswoggle? It was Hornswoggle, yeah, but he announced like two hours, two years later, and he's part of like a nostalgia <laughs> show. It wasn't like it wasn't like at the end of it all. But it was just ridiculous. Like it was every time something happened, this bloody email chain went up, but he built up all his heel heat for a computer. Like Edge got a massive pop when he, he broke the computer, but that's not what you're gonna see. You can't build to a match between the uh the computer and Edge. But anyway, so let's just go back to this story, right? So Bret Hart was came back to WWE, been gone for like what fifteen years. Mm-hmm. Came back, big deal. Uh, beat Vince um, in one of the worst WrestleMania matches of all time. Uh, also, WrestleMania twenty six so was maybe worse by Matt Striker commentator. Right, but anyway, that happened. Yeah, I've already good. Well, you know, I'm just saying <laughs> that. And then they were like, "Oh yeah, Bret Hart, like he's uh, he's Raw GM now. Everyone's." Please, you know, he gives some new tag team titles out to his kids and that. Um, it was at a great time. You think, oh, Bret Hart's back in the WWE, this is good. Was it like six weeks later? They're like, oh, no, he's been sacked for his own safety. This is a legit storyline. So we've got an anonymous draw, Joe Manager now. And that went on for like, was it six months at least? Yeah, it, it went on for a long time. So you killed Bret's return because now Brad just turns up every now and again as a Goldberg on like some random podcast. We should probably get one here to do it once. Um, and then yeah, nothing came of it. We had we we went through all the, uh, the you know the heel Michael Cole NXT, <laughs> one of the greatest heels of all time, right? Jerry Lawler and and Cole feud that went on for ages. Oh, that was fantastic though. In the uh, was it the WrestleMania match where um, Kings in the, no Michael Cole's in the air uh, in the call line. Yeah, in the, in the call line. No, that, yeah, that stuff was good, mate. But then yeah. he he overturns that, so we've got. Stone Cold Steve Austin's now got to give like a stunner to a computer because <laughs> what else do you do in that situation? And then one week, just one there. So we got the whole can I have your attention, please thing from Cole. Got a bit of heel heat. But then, and then it got bigger and bigger, the pod, didn't it? Like it always is. It was just a laptop mm-hmm. and it became like its own stand and that. Didn't go anywhere. Disappeared. Two years later, they wrote it off as Hornswoggle. Everyone had a laugh, but oh, what a waste of time. I've never known so much build up. Absolutely zero reveal. Like sometimes it's been underwhelming reveals, like Vince, High Power, and you know, Jason Jordan, Kangleson, but never, oh, oh what is it, Hornswoggle is okay, Vince McMahon, stop doing Saturday lines. But there was, there's just no reveal at all. It's like six months to a year, yeah. and just it just disappeared. What a waste of everyone's time. 
you've both surprised me because I've got two storylines that I would have put above above both of those. Mm. The first one, I'm going to stick with WWE and say the Katie Vick storyline. Yeah, no, but have you have you seen Triple H have sex with his body? It's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> but you killed two of your biggest stars with that storyline. Do you know the story behind it though? Why I did it like that? I don't. So um, Triple H was there. I think he was there with Bruce Pritchard and Vince McMahon and loads of people. Yeah, Triple H did a serious one where he didn't like jump in the coffin and stuff like that. He did like a serious one, like I genuinely pretend to be Kate. And then he was messing about and went, oh, I'll just do it like this. And Vince loved it. Well, Vince loves shit like that, though, doesn't he? <laughs> so he, he, Triple H did all that thinking, I'm just popping the boys. This ain't going on TV. <laughs> but you know what Vince is like. Oh, it's got to be that one, pal. <laughs> and that's why, that's why I did it like that. <laughs> so, oh, okay. so that's the story behind that. I, that that's why I, I don't mind that one. <laughs> um, second one. We're going across to WCW. Um, the Ultimate Warrior Hogan storyline, mm. which made absolutely zero sense. So you've got obviously yeah. the 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 very famous Ultimate Warrior in the mirror, where Hogan could see him, but we could also see him. But then he disappeared, and Hogan could still see him, which made absolutely zero sense. Yep, and apparently. Within that storyline, you have the you have, is it the cage match? Yeah. yeah. Um, so Ultimate Warrior just appears there. So obviously he can teleport now. He can just just appear in the ring. He's got this. He's got magic, and he can just appear where he wants. And then he couldn't get out of the cage. So I'll just explain that. The fact about that cage match is um, that's the reason uh, British Bulldog got hooked, rehooked on uh, Pinkles. Because oh. he got slammed onto the trap door. Ah. And uh, injured his back. Ah, have we seen that match? I feel we like we have. It. Yeah, I feel like we have. Yeah. Oh, is that one of the worst matches of all time? Did we review it on that one on the Man of I think so, yeah. 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 But yeah, so because of the Ultimate Warrior, because of the Ultimate Warrior, so we got him rehooked onto onto painkillers. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, so you both put a good across good arguments there. I would agree with Lou, hundred percent. That storyline went on way too long, and there was no reward at the end of it. Absolutely yeah, Michael, zero. Michael Cole was healed, so at least something good came out of it. Whereas yeah. NWA, 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 nothing whatsoever came yeah. good came out of it. Uh, we got Bob Holly. So. <laughs> Again, nothing good came out of it. <laughs> I mean, you did, we did get the the greatest Cole storyline of all time, the Cole Man, which is just mm. one of my. My favorite things ever. I feel like we could have done that without the anonymous Rod GM, you know. Just saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah probably yeah. could. Um, as Ross says, though, invasion angles are terrible. So never done right. And I don't, there's not one company that has managed to do an invasion angle and done it do it correctly how it should be. Um, my decision is invasion angle going into. <sighs> Two, Room two. one or two, one one twenty. Should I say? It's the greatest, it's the greatest comeback since Lazarus. <laughs> uh. So going into the final round, two two. Oh, I see what he's done. Here. He's booked it, booked it to perfection. Okay. It's like the well, it's like the welcome final. I'm on my style. Yeah, it's, it's the way it's got to be done. Got to, got to have it all on the line, aren't yeah. you, for the for, for the final round? Which, as we all know, 
on this show is the wild card, mm. which means you can pick anything, anything to do with wrestling. We'll discuss it. I'm yeah. puffing damn it into uh, room one twenty. So, lose up first in this round, final round. Better make it worth it. Well, I'm going to go first. I thought about this long and hard and, 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 and serious about what, I've, what, what I've, you know, what, what, what we're doing here. And I think I've got a good one, really, that's probably kind of done a lot of damage to wrestling and is mm. also, uh, frankly, wrong. Mm. And that is Dave Meltzer's star ratings. <laughs> 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 what a dick. <laughs> so, so, some, some people say that the... Uh... The, the host can yeah. can be a ball. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well. So. Oh, really? <laughs> you've sold every such a soul to the devil. <laughs> no, right. No, Why specifically? Uh, it's obviously this. You know, I'm just trying to get a cheap pop out of Aaron, which was successful. I'm, I'm going to put in wrestling fans of dirt like Mongo. Well, <laughs> <laughs> right. but, but in a serious way, what I'd, I think what I really what I'm going to go with this is wrestlers trying to have. Five star matches now, trying to impress Meltzer rather than impressing the fans. Yeah, I'd that's, agree with that. That's my uh, main thing, right? So, obviously, there was that uh, revival and, and FTR and Young Bucks on one day where they went like 45 minutes and Meltzer mm. gave it four and three quarters because he felt sorry for it. Mm-hmm. Specifically, the one, and he's obviously he's one of my favorite wrestlers of all time, but Edge and AJ Styles at WrestleMania this year was one of the few low points of WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. And I think it was because they were trying to go for some sort of epic match. And not every match needs to be like that. Triple H really suffered from this. There's a lot of Triple H yeah. matches that went 20, 25 minutes. Did did not need to. Doing a whole load of moves, trying to make it epic, slug it out. And I just don't think fans want to see that. I just, I don't know. I think Meltzer's got such a disconnect in what fans want to see and what he wants to see. Mm-hmm. And why any wrestler would think, right, I'm going to do what Dave Meltzer wants rather than what the fans want. Just absolutely... Absolutely baffles me, to be honest. Yeah. Like, you know, you could get extra points, but you could do like for like, you know, do a wrist lock, suplex, from around and stuff. But sometimes if you don't want that, you just want the wrestler to just like gesture to the crowd or you know, wind the crowd up a little bit or yeah. something like that. And I don't think Melson takes that into account. I don't think he he, take, he takes story into account, but I don't think he takes the little, little nuances into account. Mm. I think like the more moves you crammed in, the the more chance you're gonna build up some stars. So yeah, that's my very serious answer. That's the way Dave Meltzer star ends. I'm not well, just... yeah, but Rock, Rock B. Hogan. Yeah, Rock B. Hogan. Yeah. Three stars. But it was now. He'll come out and he'll say, oh, well, I didn't like it, but the crowd did, so five stars. Well, that one, that mm. happened back in the day, was it? Mm. Well, it was like Hogan and Andre were like minus three. It's like no one's claiming that's like a, a Matt classic, but it doesn't need to be. Who cares? Yeah. Well, what's, well you know, what is this rating system? It's, it's gone from being, is it technical? Is it like gymnastics? The more moves you do, the more difficulty. If he's if he, if that's what he's doing, then say that's what he's doing. But then yeah, like you give Rock and Rock and Hogan three stars, but then you give fucking Orange Cassidy and whatever ten stars. Like it, it doesn't make any, yeah, make any it, sense to me. Yeah, I I agree with you. I mean, perfect example is Young Bucks matches, which just super kicks galore and they'll get five stars. Yeah, and, and then you get these like random Japanese matches now that are like six and seven stars and that. And yeah, technically they're probably really good, but you can't yeah. tell when the crowd loves them. As yeah. much as to love Rock and Hogan, so yeah, all yeah, I, just, I think it's very inconsistent. Well, yeah, yeah, like all those Bongo matches that should have been. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, I, I know we share. Thank, like, thank, so, thank God, there's somebody right in the wrongs. Oh yeah, yeah. rating yeah. it properly. Yeah, agreed, agreed. <laughs> and he is Melzer is is, is completely wrong. You've yeah, changed I mean... your tune from you know the last pay per view we've done, Lou. Well, well, uh... <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> 
don't think you thought we was writing any wrongs. <laughs> well, you, and, yeah, I mean, like Mongo is terrible in it, but for the, for the most part, that's. So so I just no, I just think he's he's really interesting. They're so inconsistent that I can't imagine why anyone would give a shit about them, but yeah, people do. Yeah, I mean, like I said earlier in the show, or was it on the new show? Can't remember. Um, Jericho's latest podcast. So he's, he's reviewing his 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 year of twenty twenty two. Um, and it, he's he's going through all the map, like most of his matches, not all of them, but he's we well, we know he's kind of Meltzer's right hand man. But he's he's kind of he's going into him and saying, oh well, this match got four four and three quarters, and this match got five stars. And he's going on to somebody saying, oh yeah, I got four and a half stars for this. I think it should have been a five star match. And it's like he's in so many ways he's saying, yeah, I am going out there trying to. Get a five star match. What does it matter? Yeah, it doesn't matter. Also, like with, with Jericho, his match against Kenny Omega at Wrestle Kingdom was five stars. But was that his yeah. best match of all time? No. You know, was, the, was the ladder match with, with Benoit at the very least not? Not five matches stars with... if, you, if you're doing that. Matches with match... Angle, matches with Shawn Michaels. Yeah, I was just about to say matches with Shawn Michaels. Yeah. They were up there. Some of the best of his career. However, then he, he is, what, 52 now? Yeah. Still putting on some of the best matches of his career. Mm hmm. Um. Yeah. Okay. Moving to Ross. Sir, so, this is a wild card. So I can put anything in. Um, I'm not going to put in Sasha Banks. <laughs> um, I was going to put in a group though. I was going to. I was going to put in uh, X Factor. Yeah, because it's it's fucking X Pac, Albert, and just incredible. <laughs> but do I think that's worthy? <laughs> I'll, I'll wait for a faction round to come. Um. There was a few other things I was going to put in, but the one I am putting in, I, I'm, I complain about it all the time. It makes absolutely zero sense. Is it anywhere? Is it the booking of Mongo in WCW? No, because no, I thought I had to give Lou a chance. Okay. <laughs> um, and you know, recently Mongo's been booked pretty well. He's just you know bested their best up and coming star. Recently, mm-hmm. like 25 years ago, but, yeah, but, <laughs> no, but from what we've watched, um, in our old kind of timeline, Mongo's the the you know responsible for possibly one of the most emotive uh, pieces of wrestling of all time in the uh, you know Fall Ball '97 in the uh, in the cage mm. at, at War Games. So so emotive, um, but I am going to put in because I do whinge about this all the time. It's um, referees opening the door in a cage match. Or them not locking the door on a cage match. The whole point of a cage is you are locked in there. I completely understand going over the top because it gives the cowardly heel a way of getting away from the big monster or the face or escaping justice or whatever. What I can't understand is them saying, uh, they go in, the referee shuts the door. They wrestle for a minute and then someone goes, open the door for us. And then the they can climb up. What's the point in having the door if it's just going to be opened willy nilly? There's no point in, in an, what's the point in an open cage match and have one side missing? Mm. I, I just I don't understand it. If it, if the cage is, I don't. You obviously need a door for them to get in. So I'm not saying just lower it around them, but if it's like a, somebody comes and rips off the padlock or rips off the door, they, they used to be locked. Because there's that hilarious thing where Angle can't get in, can't brick it off, and they. I'm Mark Henry. I'm <laughs> <Yes. laughs> Mark Henry. You know they used to be lots. So, but why now? You 
you just you don't even have to you just say ref up on that and the ref goes yeah right in, yeah open yeah. the door despite the rules of the cage match being you were locked in the cage it's made the hell in the cell done this a little bit that's something cage matches had their place it's made the cage match absolutely pointless yeah I would agree with that I'd like to know who came up with that rule where that rule's come from it's the WWE I don't know if to do it elsewhere I don't know if AW do cage matches but it's a WWEism I think yeah I yeah. think it is I think AW funny I'd like one or two aren't they I remember. Cody and Wadler. Mm-hmm. I can end it with a pin. But yeah, I tell you, yeah, I'm, I'm helping you out now, Russ. But the trope of someone just about to get out and then the heels partner slamming the cage door mm. on the head. Yeah. Standing yeah. there, it's infuriating. It, it, it makes sense. And, and I like it where, you know, the whole point of the cage match is nobody can get in, isn't it? Or they can't escape. Mm-hmm. So you've got a cowardly heel with his henchmen, and the henchmen are locked out, and I like them trying to get in to the cage. But now mm. the door's open, so yeah. <laughs> what's the point? But what about us when um, John Cena and Bray Wyatt and John Cena was going to escape through the door when that scary kid turned up and started singing? <laughs> I know. I had a roof there in the crowd, man. <laughs> <laughs> Can get out of here, yeah. <laughs> scary kid. I'm not having that. And I'll be going to the back, going to Buddy Vincent, and let that scary kid in. Let's yeah. <laughs> go. I'm not hanging about with that I've scary a, kid. I've seen a recoiled. That was um... <laughs> well. That's where yeah. me and John Cena differ. I'm willing yeah. to kick a little girl in the mm. face. <laughs> I mean, I suppose with that, I suppose you've got to give WWE credit that they have got a rule for the for the cage door, unlike WCW. Um, Hogan versus Piper. Oh, well, obviously, that match had no rules because they the, the decided, yeah, you can't go out the cage. Then they both went out the cage. <laughs> so they changed the rule on a whim, I'm going to imagine, to say, oh, no, you can fight on the outside of the cage. And they went uh, back in the cage. And then every man, every man and his dog decided to storm the ring, including that um, a random fan. Random, random fan. fan. They all Quite frankly, off. I'm just glad that cage didn't collapse when there was two yeah. rather old men at the top. <laughs> yeah, I, I felt so bad for um, Giovanni, you know, though, when he was like, they can't escape the cage. And they both went out and, oh, never mind. It's going on. No, every cage match is like, because it's like, oh, you can't escape. But you can, because you just ask the rest yeah. of it. Nicely open the door. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think it should be a door at all, or do you think it should get in? I think it should be door. I think, it should be, I think it should be locked, because it, it does allow... I, think it, I would like to see a heel... I mean, a bit like Enzo Mori tried to, well, he did in the end, and he slipped through the shark cage. That oh, would be yeah. quite good. You, you have like, I don't yeah. know, was some sort of little weedy heel trying, you know, gets it open enough, but the, the chains may be a bit loose, and he's trying to escape through the cage that way. I think that's quite. Yeah, and then you can have the the big lads rip it off as well, okay, I guess. Yeah, and you, yeah. yeah, you can have how destructive yeah. they look when they come yeah. and rip the the doors off and stuff. I think you need a door. Yeah, I'd, I'd imagine, I'd imagine they need a door for safety reasons. As much yeah. as I'd, I would personally prefer no door. Yeah, I, yeah. I'd imagine you do for do safety they, do reasons. Do they have a door on, guess... the, uh, on the fight pit? Yeah. Um, I don't think they did actually, because that just got lowered, didn't it? Yeah. yeah. And, and I point. like the, I like the before the match. You know, the cage comes down, and the thing with the wrestlers, it's more hell in the cell, I guess, than cage matches. But when they walk round and they check in the cage and all that, do you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? I like mm. all that, so I think you need a door for, to let them in like that. Yeah. yeah. But that's a good okay. one, though, I say. I agree with that. It's, um, mm. And also on the games, it's infuriating. Your opponent did one suplex, they're out the front door, 
ruins <laughs> every storyline you've got going. Yeah, yeah it's ridiculous. It's such, yeah. it's such a ridiculous decision. And the mini games are horrendous. Yeah. I'm not a fan of these mini games. No, especially on Royal Rumble matches on games. I know I'm I'm, I'm sidetracking here. Royal Rumble oh, mini games, awful. You just oh, bring yeah. back. It's too easy isn't it, to get rid of people. Or too easy to be get kicked out. Even if it should be like well. it used to be, where you threw them against the ropes and then you button mashed and it slowly went up, didn't it? And then if you got yeah. away, it went back yeah. down. But then if you didn't get away quick enough, it was like halfway rather than full. Mm. Yeah, that's what it should be. Yeah. Agreed. The two very compelling arguments. I agree very much with Lou. Dot Meltzer's five star match ratings off. Just his his star rating system is ridiculous. It's all over the place. What's he doing? Yeah, What's so he doing? He, Obviously, just plug in the show. If you if you want real star ratings, listen to our pay per view mm. um, reviews. On there, you get true, called on the spot star ratings. Mm. Um, no one's figured out the system yet. Is there even a system? No one I knows. Think we, I think did we not work out Mongo was worth eight stars? <laughs> yes, <laughs> to a match well, he, like that. <laughs> he is worth every star, isn't he? He's, Someone uh, did the math. <laughs> There's a few it's wrestlers who have negatives as well. <laughs> yeah, some some wrestlers are worth negatives before they've even got in the ring. To be fair, it's just, <laughs> just the way it is. Got to call it as you see it. Yeah. Um, again, Ross, very compelling argument. Cage door rule, ridiculous. Mm. You, you made this one quite tough, both of you. So well done. Thank you. Because I can be more obviously. Um, Lou wins. Yes. Just put Dave Meltzer in there. Yes. The real star ratings, the Franklin star ratings. He is, Mongo. It. It's a joke. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, well, I don't I, disagree I, with, I don't always agree with the, the Franklin star yeah. ratings, but I damn sure respect them. <laughs> yeah. Honorable mention, though, Cage will also go in there. So yeah. that's good. They're both going in there. There's a draw. It's a draw, Lou. Oh, no. Lou, Lou just pinched it. Yeah, out of curiosity, um, would X Factor have gone in? <laughs> no, yeah. they, they brought Uncle Cracker into wrestling, wrestling. You got yeah. to. The other one I was thinking of was um, when they do a superplex and the guy at the bottom uh, falls on the floor and he's not done anything. <laughs> no, I tell you, it's because it's took it out of him. It's took it out of him. Not took yeah. it out of him. <laughs> It's even worse when they're all going to do it anyway. He just stands there and like pushes them. So the best oh, the, part. Oh, go on, carry on. I was going to say, oh, the token bump where someone does like a mad flip. It's one of them, and they all fall down. <laughs> you know where they're outside. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, come on, there. <laughs> just use your head. I know it's supposed to look good, but come on. The best part of the show for me is because I get to put anything I want into room one twenty. Um, <laughs> so on this show. I've um, decided I'm going to be very controversial. Don't know if you'll, either of you will agree with me, um, but I'm putting Bret Hart in room 120. I, I agree. I'm sick of him moaning. Is that what it's, it's about? It's, it's not. It's not the greatest ever. It's not the best in the world. It's not. He's a fucking grumpy old man who needs to get over himself. He's still going on about the whole Goldberg thing, which happened twenty odd years ago. Hmm. I feel like he's going about it on about him more now. Do you think people yeah, genuinely? I know I talked about earlier, but do you think people are paying him to come on and talk about Goldberg? Yeah, yeah. Get a headline. Because hmm. oh, right, if we if we had him on right, then what country would be like? I don't know. So you'll know because you you work for him. 
they did right now. <laughs> right now. <laughs> right, no, there was all, I didn't realize you changed my name to that. <laughs> John Lauren, I guess, because you heard Sasha Banks. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, as I was saying, but then they'd be like, oh, speaking on the wrestling around podcast, Brett Hart said he is Goldberg again. And then we'd get links, yeah. right? That's uh, that's why they must do it at this point. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Well, I think yeah. it was all it was all Shawn Michaels and then it, Brett Hart and Shawn Michaels made up, didn't they? Yeah. Made up. I feel like Goldberg so. things had a comment last like three or four years. Yeah, I'm not being flea, Brett. Learn how, to, learn how to take a kick. Got yourself to blame. If Brett Hart had been worth or is as good as he thinks he is, then Vince would have kept him. 100%. Stone Cold yeah. big God, do they? I mean, they wouldn't yeah, yeah. let Stone Cold go because he wasn't also, near it. I would put in how weird specifically Dax from FTI is getting about Brett Hart at the moment. Do you remember that period where AEW were getting really I think he, I think he wants to be the, the modern day Brett Hart. Yeah. I think that's 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 what he seems to be turning into. He thinks he's the best tag team wrestler in the world, and no, mate, no, I don't even know which one you are. The best singles wrestler. Is he FTI Splo? No, he's just doing his own singles thing as well. Isn't he? A lot of people are also uh, pushing for Dax to be wrestler of the year. Is he the bald one? I still, yeah, bald. I still don't know which one he is. He's the bald fella with a mustache. The bald bald with a mustache. So. He's not even the best bald with hey, a mustache. There's only one, say, only one yeah. guy who's bald with a mustache. Terry, he's Terry like, Peters. Yeah. <laughs> Terry Peters had better matches, best storylines this year than Dax Howard. 100%. Right, I so that's, my top 10. No, no, it wouldn't me. I that's think that. his matches are boring. Uh, that's just me. It's like, a, it's like, you know, the modern Bret Hart, it's like Xavier Junior, because he's a right fucking snooze fest as well, isn't he? Yeah, he's... Uh... Hmm. <laughs> Terry Terry is, uh, yeah, he made, rally, the, he? He made <laughs> that match a bit more entertaining, to be fair. <laughs> Someone needed to. Dale was there as well. Yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> Blue Eye <laughs> <I> tagged him. <laughs> and uh, Adam Wall's white trainers. Really, In all seriousness, uh, what was Dale doing? He was about 25 and he was running to the ring. <laughs> I don't know. Why did I high five him? Because <laughs> he was running to the ring. You yeah. just high fived him. <laughs> I thought it was he a steward at sea. I recognise him from somewhere else. But I don't know. I'll be wrong. So that is uh, Room 120. Mm. Yeah. Lou's one. Christmas special. It's good. Yeah. So Lou takes the title, which will be defended on on the next show. Thank you. Um, Whatever it is, whenever we forget to prep a show. Three of all these. (laughs) So coming up next week, I would imagine we're going to do the, the, the actual Christmas special. Yes, yes, we will. I'm about halfway through formatting the amazing scripts written by Chat GPT, the uh, infamous chatbot. So special. It's a Terry Peters Christmas story. Is this halfway through? Is this one of these um, bots that you have to kind of feed it with loads of scripts and stuff and get it to read stuff and then it kind of programs its own? So it remembers what you've done. So you have a conversation with it. So I was just mm-hmm. like, write a short story. Basically, I was trying it out and I was like, I'll just do a script based on um, the Ben Man, Kim Jong un pineapple incident from mm-hmm. Kim Jong Undertaker. Um, and then I was like, oh, I had another chapter where this happens. I had another chapter. And it's it's took it into a wonderful direction. Yeah. Um, For those listeners it, wondering. But then it starts referencing itself later on. So even when I've not said okay. something, it will bring in like a character for something five scenes up or something, which is, which is, so it's, it's kind of, I've tried to get it in the right direction, but it's going in a completely different direction to what I, um, I did it. So as I say, we've ended up with Terry Peters in Avengers Endgame. 
I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. I mean, for those listeners who, who are like, what the hell is Kim Jong Undertaker? Uh, in the archives, um, feuds we'd like to see. Mm. Give it yeah. a listen. I think it was a feud I'd like to see, wasn't it? There's it was one done special, on it? Yeah, it was do one done again. on a whim. That was, um, that was good. Well, if we have time before, do you think, how many shows do you think we'll be getting after Christmas, between Christmas and New Year? Um, so our kind of schedule is going to have to be, um, got the Christmas special coming up next week. Which will be like a couple of days after Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, then we'll have the big fat quiz of the year. Mm. We need I to cover. Finished. We need to cover Starcade because we're falling behind again on on the WCW run. Mm. And then we'll probably need to get up to date. So another WCW show. So probably Feb- February. I'd say start of February. We could probably get a few okay. to like to see. Okay, we can do a few. Yeah. My plan Christmas, was to do a Christmas, Christmas special. special. I'd like to say, but I, I couldn't fit it. I didn't have time to do it today. <laughs> Um, Christmas special or us in February. Yeah. <laughs> Valentine's oh, special. As I say, I'll yeah. think of something that you're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah All the themed shoes you'd like to see. I think that's what that yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah, we do need to get back on track to WCW. Yes. So fall and beyond a little bit again. Um, we'll, we'll get about there. a couple of weeks, but we'll get there. Hmm. Considering we was like doing June paper using like October Christmas. We can't. We can't write back up, can we? Oh, yeah, we're, ne- we're nearly there. If we can catch up in January, then it's just one a month again, isn't it? So. Mm. And we've already done a few of the 98 ones, so we, we can kind of skip a few as well. Okay, we? Yeah. we need to do Starcad 97 twice because we've been building to this point. But <laughs> yeah. like uns- Uncensored 98, we could probably leave with uh, <laughs> having all you doing once. Is that, is that, is that, fair, is that again? Is there not, Uncensored the first one of the year? No, there's sold out. Which we've not sold out? Yeah. Okay. I think Uncensored was like March time. Okay. Right, well, that's, that's it. That's, that's the schedule. That is it. Yeah. That is right through till start of February, hopefully, or goes to plan. Probably yeah. won't because it's a. I should start around putting the, the schedules back on Instagram, shouldn't I? Because then it'll force us to keep them. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. You missed out um, impromptu Brett Hart um, interview where he whinges about Goldberg. <laughs> oh, yeah. Brett, that's a, that's a <laughs> that's special episode. On that. That one. It's a special episode, that one. <laughs> An extra release. Yeah. Yeah, that might get that out in like February time. Mm. Just to show its own. Well, I really hate Goldberg. There we go. It's there. That's it. Yeah. Sums up, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, I'm going to wrap it up. Um, Ross, thanks for joining me. No, thank you very much. It's, it's been a pleasure. Uh, what, what a great round of applause at home, please, for our, our standing host. Oh, thank you. Mm. Hopefully, you had a good time, even though you didn't win. Uh, yeah, I do, sometimes I need to get it off my chest and you can't some, do that as the impartial host <laughs> yes, well, some, sometimes you've just got to uh, buy the judge so, yeah. <laughs> well I tried not to I tried to add some integrity unlike Lou who obviously would you know sell his soul to the devil when he has yeah. where, can we find, where can we find you when you're not on wrestling around um, I follow me at the Ross M if you want I, I, I occasionally no, I don't even occasionally post on there it's PS1 <laughs> years ago yeah, I think I think the last one um, I threatened to block and report uh, one of you two. So <laughs> that's yeah, I think he, yeah, I think he did. That was a while ago. The kind of banter we have. So yeah, follow Julian there, Julian Ed. Mm. Lou, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me uh, at Lou Markham on the uh, the social medias, Instagram and, and Twitter. And, and may I say, it's been wonderful to um, be part of this show with such a respected wrestling journalist at the helm. Thank you, thank you. That's, that's an absolute pleasure. Are we going to receive a return in any wrestling pot, um, streams in the in the new year? 
Yeah, yeah hopefully. Uh, mid-January. So I can actually get some in then. Finally do a Clash at the Andrew Castle. Clash at the Andrew Castle under Piers is coming. This is, we've been waiting for this for at least six months now. Yeah, I might just wait till uh, WrestleMania now for the people. I was going to say, you're turning into Raw GM. And I'll just Raw GM. <laughs> no, because at least Raw was. And this is like, is Raw just stopped in it? That's all, that's all, all that's happening. Yeah, okay, Under Piers is coming. One day. Well, one game that I wish I had streamed um, that I've just played this week um, High on Life on the Xbox Game Store. Oh, what's that? Hilarious! It's by the creators of Rick and Morty. Oh, I'll give that a go. It's on Game Pass. It's on Game Pass. Excellent. Good worth, it's definitely worth a worth a, a go on it. Um, yeah, that's it. We're going to wrap it up. So, Ross, thanks for joining me. Thank you very much, Lou. Thanks for joining me. Thank you. And we'll see you next time on Wrestling Around. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.